From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. Well, my friends, we're at the end of another week, uh, and also, we're also at the end of another year. Just to let you know that next week uh, will be our last episodes, uh, last new episodes of 2023. Uh, because we're just taking our annual Christmas and New Year's uh, hiatus at that time. But we will be back better than ever and stronger than ever and hopefully better rested than ever because 2024 is going to be a crazy year. So uh, enjoy the holidays, enjoy Christmas, enjoy the New Year, get as much rest as you can because uh after new year's things are going to just go all kinds of crazy uh <laughs> as far as uh, a presidential race and everything else so with that in mind my friends uh get ready for another edition of wtf friday <laughs> Yes, ladies and gentlemen, another wonderful end to another, whew, well, I'm not exactly sure how you want to describe it, but as we go into this, uh, today's adventure in podcasting, well, my friends, the house has, con has recessed for the Christmas holiday season, yes, uh, apparently, the house has left town. They're not going to be back until Jul January the 9th. I mean, three weeks. That's pretty amazing because I sure don't get three weeks uh, around Christmas time. But given the fact that, yes, they, Congress, at least the House side anyway, went out with a bit of a bang. Yes, they did vote to launch a formal impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. Yes, uh, Hunter Biden pretty much had his press conference where he pretty much played the victim and gave uh, the House pretty much a, uh, well, they fl he flipped them the bird, essentially. Uh, no... In no behind-the-closed-doors deposition, at least for now. So, yay happy. And to put the cherry on top of this messed-up Sunday, they, the House also approved the National Defense Authorization Act with very little reforms. In fact, no reforms. No reforms for FISA. So that gives the Department of Injustice and the FBI uh, more of a chance to continue to abuse it and go after American citizens. And there's a part of that 
that I'll get into uh, in a minute or so. But yes, there's it's a, essentially it's a clean bill. There's there's no reforms. Not they didn't get rid they didn't get rid of any of the wokeness uh, that's in the military. FISA's been extended, and and I'm thinking to myself, oh joy, oh joy, oh joy. And on top of that, just to really make it weird, by the time Congress, at least the House, convenes again on January the 9th, that gives them 10 days to come up with uh, some type of budget proposal. Uh, more than likely another continuing resolution which isn't exactly very popular. The House still has four, maybe five appropriations bills that they haven't dealt with. And yet they're gone. Poof! See ya! Bye! And, yeah, and now they're, and I'm willing to bet you they're setting it up again for some type of continuing resolution and what's Speaker Mike Johnson going to do? Hmm? I don't know. But if he does what he's been doing and, and will continue to do, his, his speakership may not last that much longer. The honeymoon period's over, but my friends. It's totally over. And yet, you've got members of the Republican conference who aren't exactly thrilled. And I mean, I'm not thrilled and I'm not a member of it, but dang, come on, Mike Johnson. You, you talk the chalk. Yeah, you have this biblical worldview. You're a Christian man and many people like you, but it's about time uh, you put some muscle uh, to your words because frankly, the nation literally can't afford it. And also, are you really going to give more money to Zelensky and the Ukrainians? Now, even if the Democrats agree to some type of uh, border security package, uh, you still better tell Zelensky, no, sorry, no money for you. You haven't even done a good job with the money that we, the American people, the American taxpayer, have already given you. Duh. No, 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 Speaker Johnson. Go back to Louisiana, spend the holidays with your family, and hopefully I pray that God will pretty much give you a backbone because, frankly, you need to do your daggum job instead of getting lunch, getting photo ops and having lunch with a full-on loser like former Speaker Paul Ryan. That man is a mess. And... Frankly, with Mike Johnson being seen with him, uh, that's not good optics, Mr. Speaker. That's not good optics at all. But hey, what are you going to do? But to sort of transition out of that, I'm liking this story uh, from just the news. Now... Uh, Congresswoman Elise Stefanik, Republican of New York, 
has filed a misconduct complaint against an Obama-appointed judge over alleged election meddling. And I'm thinking to myself, hmm, let's take a look at this. Well, an Obama-appointed judge named Beryl Howell apparently uh, gave a recent speech. Now, I'm sorry, I, I kind of jumped ahead. Now, this Beryl Howell is on is an is an Obama appointed federal judge in the district court in the judicial district of Columbia Circuit Court. Now, this is just pure a great example of why the Biden regime and its sick twisted allies are pretty much evil. Now, here's the deal. In this speech that was recently given by Judge Howell, and I'm reading directly from the Just the News story, the speech, quote, insinuated the election of President Trump will lead to fascism in America, end quote. Now this, <laughs> this is bad enough, but again, let's go a little deeper. Um, attending this gala where Beryl Howell uh, made these really twisted evil statements, I mean, which is thoroughly, thoroughly just misconduct, big time. Now, this is really, it's just kind of, it's a sick, liberal, Marxist, fascist love fest uh, with all these women. Now, Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco, the number two at the Justice Department, the Deputy Attorney General, th this uh, witch, now, <laughs> she is the one who supposedly supervises the January 6th criminal prosecution slash persecution. Now, that is bad enough. Now, of course, one other person who happened to be in attendance at this uh, love fest for liberal wackadoodles and judicial activists happened to be none other than Tanya Chutkin. Oh, yes. A name that is getting an awful lot of recognition because she is the wackadoodle judge of another Obama appointee who just had pretty much somebody take a dump in her Cheerios because of she's had to stay the trial that she was going to have in March uh, with Jack Smith, the special counsel, to go after Trump for January 6th. Now, since the Supreme Court has agreed to hear arguments whether or not President Trump has presidential immunity, which by the way he does, and does it apply? Because I'll tell you, this is going to be the, the ultimate test of whether or not we have a two-tiered justice system. Now, it is federal law 
that any president of the United States cannot be uh, cannot be tried civilly or criminally for for crimes while they're in while they're president. If something happened in the middle of a term, sorry, you can't. If you're president, you're the commander in chief. You cannot be prosecuted. But since this, since January 6th happened in the final days of Trump's administration, he was president at the time. This case not only is going to affect President Trump, but it's going to have a major impact on hundreds, I mean, literally hundreds of January 6th prisoners who some of them are still awaiting trial and due process. So, yay happy. I, I mean, I'm happy because until the Supreme Court rules on this, which could be as late as June, towards the end of SCOTUS's uh, regular session, they can't do nothing. Chetkin cannot do a doggone thing. Neither can Smith. So this is going to be interesting. So yay, I'm kind of glad President Trump was uh, feeling pretty good uh, when he was in Iowa on Wednesday night. That was a lot of fun. I enjoyed his speech tremendously. But yeah, I, I'm blown away by this. But anyway, Stefanik, Congresswoman Stefanik, has, I mean, which is really interesting because I've never heard of a sitting member of Congress filing an ethics complaint for a federal judge. So this is really interesting. So you've got this uh, gala and Powell, Judge Howell gets these gets awards, and there are other awards being given out uh, to Tanya Chutkin. Uh, Lisa Monaco was there as well, and getting into this, it is absolutely illegal. Uh, a statement from Congresswoman Stefanik, quote: "I filed a judicial misconduct complaint against Judge Howell." because election interference by judges destroys public confidence in the federal judiciary, tears apart the fabric of our republic, and is illegal. It must end now." End quote. And she's absolutely right. Judges are supposed to not even have the appearance of impropriety because we already know that it's a two-tier justice system and judicial activism is just as bad, if not worse now, under Biden because Trump derangement syndrome has hit DC and it's also hit the judiciary, big, big time. But this is gonna be interesting to see what happens. But yeah, it's very rare that this would happen. So good for you. Congresswoman Stefanik, because election interference is just, I mean, it's there, folks. It's right in front of your face. Now, you want to talk about something else that's related? 
Election interference wise? Oh, you'll love this. A recent poll by Rasmussen, which is a very reputable uh, polling company, one in five people actually admitted they committed fraud, ballot fraud, election fraud, with mail-in ballots. I'm like, what? Uh, 20, approximately 20% of people admitted they enga openly engaged in election fraud? Wow. Now, for all of you ding-dongs out there, especially in the media, the corporate media, that is, who keep using the term election denier, um, may I just simply and humbly say, go pound sand, you're freaking morons. When 20% of people in a survey ad openly admit to committing voter fraud with a mail-in ballot, folks, this only vindicates everybody in this country who is highly concerned about election integrity and voter fraud. Hello, pay attention class, because this is going to happen or at least attempt to be done again November 5th, 2024. Trust me. Now, you're they're not going to have COVID to uh, to deal with. And there are also states, I think mostly red states, that are dealing with this whole issue of mail-in ballots. You know, there is a definite difference between a mail-in ballot and an absentee ballot. They are not the same. If somebody wants an absentee ballot because of, for a variety of reasons, especially uh, if they're in the military. Now, I mean, military has their own uh, system of doing this, but yeah. So election integrity, if somebody calls you an election denier, and I hope somebody would do that to me, throw this, in, throw this poll right in their face. 20% of people admit to open election fraud with a mail-in ballot. Yeah, you gotta love it, folks. You just got to love it. Oh. Anyway, thinking, staying on a, uh, on this theme, uh, I'll tell you, something just really blew my mind when this came across my desk. Now, we already know, most of us, that our government has, weapon, has been weaponized. The DOJ, the FBI, and other agencies have actually gone way too far as far as going after people who the regime apparently doesn't like and Trump supporters. Now, I love this. This is an interview that was done, uh, just posted on X yesterday. Laura Logan, a very, very smart 
very tough investigative journalist, sat down with Congressman Clay Higgins, Republican of Louisiana. Now, Congressman Higgins is not some, you know, newbie. He used his investigative skills because he was a police officer in Louisiana for a whole lot of years before he came to Congress. And he's been investigating January 6th ever since it happened. And the revelations that he got and shared with Laura Logan are mind-blowing. I mean, I'm just, it's a long interview, but I want to play a portion of it because it will absolutely make you either screaming mad or you just want to pull your hair out or something. But this is, yes, this has been going on for quite a while and it's still going on. So let's pick up the interview Laura Logan and Congressman Clay Higgins. This is a letter from Benny Thompson, who's chairman of the January 6th Select Committee. And he sent this uh, to TSA, to the Honorable uh, David Pekoski, who's the administrator of TSA. They want a briefing on efforts to address the travel of white supremacists and other domestic terrorist groups, options for quickly denying air carrier service to individuals posing a potential threat, and... Uh, current status of efforts to identify and head to watch lists. How far does this go? That letter was the beginning of a executive action by the TSA to use its authority to instruct uh, America's air marshals to track and follow Trump supporters that have been charged with no crime. They were guilty only of, of arriving by air into D.C. on January 4th, 5th, or 6th. And those those manifests were turned over to the FBI. The FBI went through those manifests, and every American that they identified, that the FBI identified as a Trump supporter that was on those manifests was added to the FBI's suspected domestic terrorist watch list. The FBI created a profile on those people, a suspected terrorist profile. And then the, the TSA administrator used his authority to instruct the air marshals of America to track those Americans wherever they fly. And still today, it's still happening. This is who our air marshals are following the Trump supporters. And that letter, signed by Benny Thompson, who was chair of the J6 Select Committee, and signed by John Katko. Who at the time was a ranking member, Republican. It means the lead Republican of the Homeland Security Committee, advising the the Pekoski, the TSA, the senior guy, to use all of that authority to track Trump supporters that had not been charged with a crime, who were guilty only of arriving in D.C. by air. And every time they fly, they're being tracked. That's right. If they have never been convicted of terrorism, why are they on the terror watch list? It's a violation of the First Amendment. They exercise their First Amendment rights. They're being punished for it. It's a violation of the Fourth Amendment. I mean, how many 
laws does this violate? How many rights does this violate? This is not a free country. You're not a free country where you're tracked by air marshals, by the way, at taxpayer expense. And we're not talking about an insignificant expense. Teams of three air marshals tr tracing people all over the country. Putting, you're putting physical detail onto people. That's, That's right. the most expensive form of surveillance That's that right. exists. And let me say, let me clarify. It's very comforting to Americans to think that there's that there might be an air marshal on our on our flight. Not well, if they're tracking well you for your political but beliefs. But not if they're being used for nefarious purposes. The people that are complaining about this are the air marshals themselves. These are the whistleblowers that are coming forward to tell a congressman that they felt would pay attention. This just has been like going on since January 21. That's right. And you just found out about it. What else is going on that well, we don't know we, about? We don't know, but I'm telling you, we're in uncharted waters as, as it relates to the weaponization of our government against the American people. I am not frightened of these people. I, I spent my life serving others, and, and I love my country. This thing is not going to just slip away. They're not going to take us without a fight. I'm going to fight legally and peacefully and within the parameters of the Constitution that I've sworn to serve. But they're going down. These, these men in their high perch, in their, their position of power and authority, and are walking upon our entire history, our deepest core principles. They're not going to get away with it. Ooh, my, 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 my. That is absolutely mind-blowing. I'm practically speechless to know that the weaponization of our government is even more than even I originally thought. Trump supporters being tracked by air marshals just because they came by airplane to DC? Man, that's just crazy. It's, it's not just crazy, it's just evil. This is fascism. This is nothing more than Soviet-style uh, surveillance and, and, and gathering intel, except it's on American soil. I've been to the old Soviet Union. This is, and people who have emigrated from the Soviet Union, the old Soviet Union, be it Russia, Ukraine, other uh, of the old republics. It's the same story. They left because they didn't have any freedom and they came to the United States to find it. Classic story. But now, a lot of these people who've come from Eastern Europe are wondering, wait a minute, or, or other socialist countries. They're like, hey, we left our homeland because of this type of stuff and now we're finding it in the United States? Whew, mama, that's insane.
And yes, there is a lot more. And God bless Clay Higgins. God bless him. Because frankly, he's the one of the few things out of Louisiana that I absolutely love. Because Mike Johnson ain't getting the job done. And frankly, I'd like to see if Mike Johnson, his fellow Louisianan, will actually let him do his job. He's a skilled, highly experienced investigator, and he's going to do what he has to do. And he's got enough Cajun in him, I think, that, oh yeah, he's a fighter. He is definitely a fighter. And thank God for it. But now, along the lines of Trump and this is one seriously freaky story and this is a, a column written by Dr. Sebastian Gorka frankly who is one of the most amazing and brilliant strategic people that I know High, uh, definitely an expert in counterterrorism and a whole bunch of other things. But I'll tell you, I, I was reading this uh, sort of column from uh, AMAC, the American Asso the, Amer the Association of Mature American Citizens. Uh, apparently they have a, uh, a sort of a news section. Uh, but here you go and I love Dr. Gorka because he's a straight shooter and the title of his piece Trump they want him dead they want him dead now you're thinking oh well, well you know this is essentially a 21st century reenactment of Julius Caesar I mean, if you listen to Marxist leftist pundits, they call him a fascist, an authoritarian, that he is essentially going to be a dictator. Right along the same line as Julius Caesar. Now, the Shakespearean play, um, the original play uh, was adapted in New York, kind of like Shakespeare in the Park. And I'll t oh, oh mercy, I just got to read some of this. I just got it uh, from Dr. Gorka's piece. Uh, and it just picks up about a couple of paragraphs in. And it starts out, because the Democrats have used the actual event, namely the assassination of Julius Caesar, to recently execute what we usually very sober Federalist Molly Hemingway. She, Molly Hemingway is a writer for the Federalist. She's done a lot of panel uh, appearances on Fox News. But Molly Hemingway of the Federalist has called assassination prep ops. In one weekend, the editorial board of the New York Times and the Washington Post published pieces claiming 
that the re-election of President Trump would lead to a dictatorship in America, and the Atlantic magazine dedicated its latest issue to the authoritarian threat of a second Trump term. Now, just that one paragraph makes me go, oh my gosh, yeesh. But <clears throat> it gets worse. Next uh, paragraph here. And as if some mandatory talking points had been issued by some central committee of Democrats, never Trumpers and rhinos, at the same time, these articles just happened to be simultaneously released. The likes of Trump haters, such as Liz Cheney, John Bolton, and Ann Applebaum, gave cable TV interviews demanding that Nikki Haley run as a third-party candidate to sabotage Trump lest the fascist, quote-unquote, brings authoritarianism to America. I'm like, oh my gosh. Ugh. I, I'm, I, I've tried to warn people. I have done my best, and I'm still going to do it. And I might be the voice crying out in the wilderness like John the Baptist, but it has to be done. Because there is now, right now, even as I'm speaking to you, we are dealing with people the uniparty, globalist, far, leftist, Marxist, and real fascist, who are in a concerted effort, along with the media, in articles like the Washington Post and the New York Times, uh, even internationally. The Economist magazine, uh, a couple months ago, um, wrote an article that a second Trump term is the biggest threat to the global economy? Ah, please. This, this is crazy. And now, yes, we now have a weapon, and of course you add that with a weaponized government, and you just heard Clay Higgins talk about what he's found and is going to find more, I'm willing to bet, because there are whistleblowers all over the place. Uh, we've already seen them from the IRS, the FBI. Now you've got air marshals who are going to members of Congress expressing their concerns. Wow. Mind-blowing. Okay? Just mind-blowing. And that's only a part of, <laughs> of what Dr. Gorka wrote. And there's more. And I, I, and I read it, and I'm just going, ah, oh, my Lord. There, pray, my friends. Pray, if you're a person of faith who believes in the power of prayer, pray for the safety of President Trump and Melania and President Trump's family because they are planting some very dangerous seeds, these people, uh, in media, corporate media, in print, television, radio, movies even. 
it's going to be absolutely an onslaught and it's going to get worse as we go into the new year and in primary season and up to the nomination. So yeah, this is going to be crazy. And and for anybody who thinks it's like, oh, that's just a conspiracy theory. Really? Well, Dr. Gorka, who is a very sharp guy, does is not the only one who has shared this. Tucker Carlson has actually talked about this. Dan Bongino, who is a former Secret Service agent, former police officer, this is a guy who knows a few things and knows more than enough people. My friends, we've got real problems. When they're now putting into the minds of people that Trump needs to die, he needs to be killed, and somehow, if someone has the stones to actually try it, that somehow they're not responsible, B.S. Major League Crock a Bull. You are very much responsible. And given some people and their propensity for politically violent behavior, which is very left, you don't see Trump supporters doing stuff like this. The left are masters of psychological projection. And they keep going and going and going. They're like the Energizer Bunny from hell. And it's from the Joseph Goebbels school. You tell a lie long enough and loud enough, somebody's going to believe it. Somebody's going to believe it. And I pray that doesn't happen. And for anybody who's been praying for this nation, praying for President Trump, uh, you might want to double your efforts because I I'm telling you folks, these people are playing for keeps. They don't care. They want Trump stopped at all cost. That is not hyperbole. The lawfare isn't really working. Start A lot of that is starting to come back and... Uh, bite some of these people in their backside. They can't beat them at the ballot box, at least not without cheating. They're trying this Engeron, this Judge Engeron in New York is trying to bankrupt him and ruin his business. None of it's working. And this whole thing with the 14th Amendment trying to keep him off the ballot because of, quote-unquote, he's an insurrectionist using some old law from the post-Civil War era? No, folks. We are... This is the build-up to probably one of the most vicious presidential campaigns I've ever seen in my almost 30 years. It's going to be a mess. It's going to be ugly. And frankly, for people of faith, I mean, my goodness, if the FBI is willing to send agents into Catholic churches to talk to priests, 
other staff members to spy and inform on their parishioners? The evangelicals, you better watch out. You better watch out. Because if they're going to go after Catholics, they're going to go after Protestants too. Because these people are messed up. They are evil. They are just straight up evil. And I don't really use that term often. But when you've seen what they're willing to do to the rights of American citizens who've committed no crimes except exercising their First Amendment rights and watching them get violated, their Fourth Amendment rights, everything. They don't care. This is a post-constitutional America. And I'm concerned. I'm not scared, but I have serious legitimate concerns that this is the time to not sit idly by and let the mainstream media dictate. If you care about America, and, if you, and it doesn't matter where you are in the political spectrum, if you care about the country, if you care about your rights that were guaranteed to you as American citizens in our Constitution, these people are willing to take your American dream and turn it into a sick, twisted, fascist nightmare. I'm not ready for that and I'm going to do whatever I possibly can next year and going into next year to make my voice heard and for anybody who would listen to this make your voice heard in 2024 because if you don't there's a pretty decent chance that it could be taken away from you and your kids forever. And with that, my friends, I'm going to call it a day today. I'm going to actually call it a week, actually. But thank you so much for listening. If you want to uh, contact us, keep in touch with us, uh, you can simply go to our email, inblackandright at gmail.com, or our website, inblackandright.net. You can also check us out on our social media pages, Either look for Jerry Brooks or In Black and Right on Twitter or X, uh, Instagram, uh, uh, Getter, True Social, True Patriot Network, and wherever you happen to. And you can also subscribe to our podcast. Just simply go to your favorite podcast platform, look for In Black and Right. And just simply subscribe, follow, and uh, and get notified when new episodes are uploaded. So, my friends, have yourself a terrific weekend. Remember, next week will be our final episodes for 2023. But for now, have a terrific weekend. Enjoy. God bless you. And always remember that patriots come in all colors. <laughs>